back, back, back again, as Shangela says. Look at you using your your IG announcement. Back, 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 back again. Sorry, there is there was not an episode last week. Hadi and I had an impromptu vacation week. Oh yes, we did, and it was f u n fun. Well, I don't even know where to begin, other than I went down to D.C. to go. You to did pr- go to D.C. <laughs> How was D.C.? It was awesome. It was really great. Good. And I went down good. to go to my friend's farm for for this little event called Burning Chair that we've kind of started where... I've heard of that. Yeah. And we go. We're down there. We get a busload of people, 14, 13 people. Go down in this bus that Rob and I arranged, this big van. We get there, and then what do you know? Guess who shows the fuck up? Me! Hadi <laughs> flew in and surprised me and everyone and came to Burning Chair because there is what a party that Hadi is never going to miss, especially a bonfire. <laughs> Thanking you. It was, I'm telling you, my stomach was in knots. So, <laughs> I, so for all of you fans, super fans, all of our listeners, Neil loves to know everything if you have it like if something's happening if there's an event he knows it all so to pull off this surprise <laughs> i do <laughs> right and to pull off this surprise i had to i turned off my location find my friends and that was my biggest nervous my biggest nerve day was like okay once this goes off is he gonna be like why is your find my friends off and turn can you turn down your volume just a little bit Just a little. Sorry. Why? Because I'm loud. It was really talking um, out. But yeah, your Find okay, My Friends so was like off. Yeah. Anyway, so Find My Friends was off, and you never, I never texted looked. me or was like, you never asked me the question of why it was off. I know. So I was like, ooh, dodged that bullet. I know. Well, see, because we usually record, as you all know, right. on Wednesday or Thursday. And so, so Hadi, Hadi spun this elaborate web of lies about why she could not record with me. And you know what? I have to give it to you, girl. Hats off, because you're right. Normally, I would have picked up on something. You would have made one little misstep, and I would have been like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And I would have questioned you. I was very, very conscious of my steps. (laughs) You really were. I mean, to the point that I said... At one point, I think I had you and Rita on a text. I mean, I was even telling him, if Neil texts you about anything, he does not know we're coming. He's like, why would Neil ever text me? I said, I don't know. You never know. I'm just letting you know because you cover your bases. I said, Gretchen, if Neil texts you because he might have a clue because he's not going to tell me if he has a clue. Right. She's like, Neil never texts me. I said, but if he does. Right. I'm not here. I love it. You're texting everyone. And Lur kept thinking that I knew. Oh, I kept hearing him. He's like, you knew, bitch, you knew. Well, and I thought maybe you, Lur, was in on it because you know Lur and I talk on House Party all the time. 
And I thought, well, maybe she did have tell Lur and get Lur looped into the conversation just because she wanted to ensure that no one knew. Lur, never. <laughs> right. Her other friends are like, the people that can't keep secrets are Lur and Greg. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know Greg couldn't. <laughs> it was just funny. He said, and me, because I told him I was coming. But it was so much fun. It was second well, annual, and uh, yeah, I don't think a party I will miss again. And I've actually been told told by one of the house hosts, farmhouse hosts, we're going to get a DJ out there, damn it. We should, yeah. And that's been a dream of Hadi and the host for a long time, Douglas. I don't know why we're calling him. They're, him and Scott are the hosts. Oh, um, right. Douglas has a, a farmhouse out in... Uh, near what is that place called? Something... Leesburg, close to Leesburg. It's well, out in um, Harper's, yeah. Ferry, Harper's, Harper's Ferry, Harper's Ferry, Virginia. And it's been in the you know it's a house his dad or him grew up in years ago, and it's been on this piece of property and it's still a functioning house. And so they still go out there and like have farm weekends and stuff like that. It's a great piece of property. So we went out there and we had this big bonfire. So that was like super fun. And how do you did a great job? You did a wonderful job. I was very surprised. <sighs> Thank you for the surprise. Thank you on behalf of all of our friends. That was amazing. You brought Rita, which was, oh my God, Rita flew after his yeah. legs after his legs were broken. Mm-hmm. He's finally been able to get on a flight and leave after two years of being yeah, essentially housebound. Rita got to get on a flight and go somewhere. That is fucking amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah, I know. It's super exciting. He seemed very excited too to be there. Oh, he had a ble- it was funny because we were on this back and forth sort of thing if he if he was going to go down south to Virginia Beach and see his family or come and I was like you need to come with me first. Right. <laughs> you need to come to Burning Chair and then we'll head to see your family because nobody is nobody really had seen him since the wedding. Right. And plus it's the big accident. So Well, you yeah, said he that. had a really good time. He really had fun. And you got to see he got to see his family, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Really good. He got to see his sister, and we hung out with his niece. So, yeah, yeah it was a good trip, and uh, that's why I'm also drinking my healthy green shake. Oh, I have been on it. I mean, on it. Like, well, yesterday was a travel day, so, it's you know, travel days can be a little Oh, wonky. man. You haven't shit, so, probably. Or you, maybe you shit for I, the first time today. That, no, I stayed really... I drank my green shakes while I was there, but I'm just... Put a little plug out to RVA, which is the you know newly branded Richmond, Virginia. All the all the kids moving in, and they're really trying to rebrand that city. And so RVA is everywhere. If you are a foodie or just like going out to eat and checking out cool local places, Richmond, Virginia, we had a really good food trip. <laughs> a oh, lot wow. of little good. small places and uh, just like really good. Um. Just some really good good joints, good pizza, some good southern food, just little lo- local tap rooms. Yeah, it was great. So if you're ever on your summer trips as you're driving 95, feel free to pull off for a snack. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking, speaking of, you know, like mingling and mixing, but <laughs> the thing that I noticed at Burning Chair is, you know, <laughs> there was a lot of people there. There was like 19 people. And... We, like I said, Rob and I got this bus, bus and we got 13 people from D.C. there. But then there was another like five or six people that came on their own and drove out. I mean, this is about an hour and a half out. So everyone came. We're having a great time. The fire's going. But, I mean, Heidi has got 
some voice. I mean, you know Heidi's voice from this show. And even like when she laughs or she can get excited, <laughs> it carries. And I was just watching people. I get off on this. I'm not, this is not a criticism from me <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Don't get me wrong. I, I get know. off on this. Okay. Like, this is why you and I, when we go somewhere, it's like, you know, I'm pretty vocal on here and I talk and like in certain situations, I, you can't shut me up. But like when you put me into a big group of a group of people and you've got someone like a Heidi there, I just kind of take the back seat and just let her drive. Like Jesus, take the wheel. Like go, girl. <laughs> and <laughs> it was funny to just watch because some of these people had never met you and other people had, but it's like Heidi's voice. I mean, you're just like so dominant I know. You know, it's just like watching people's faces and some in some instances, especially when you and daddy were sitting beside each other laughing and getting cutting up and like just like it was you and daddy together is hysterical. <laughs> we, hysterical. I thought that I was like, we're really funny when we just sit and go I know, off and me each and, other. Me and Peaches were looking at each other and we were like, do you hear these two? These, they're so dumb what they're saying, but it's hilarious. And we were, we didn't even know what you were talking about, but we were dying laughing. It was so much fun. It, it was, was so, so much fast. fun. Yeah. But, and I know that I am loud, especially I when I get excited, right. which I was really excited. I mean, these are 20 people I have not seen. Right. In two years, and it was just like, ah! Right. No, it was good. It was really great. It was it was great surprise. I mean, I, it was awesome. I mean, I'm still kind of, like, in shock. I mean, I kind of was just, like, walking around like, motherfucker, that bitch. <laughs> that fucking bitch. Like, how the fuck? I have got to start making sure I'm on top of things. I, I think I'm just because I'm fucking doing too much. But like I said to you, like, I don't, like, you're not here, like, you're in Denver, so there's not really a reason for me to, like, ever, like, look and be like, well, where's Heidi? Like, what is she doing right now? Like, I look at, yeah. like, Lur, he's right here, or Rob, or, like, even, like, sometimes Peach and Daddy, not even them if they're in D in P-Town, because right, it's like, well, that's you know, where they are. I just know they're in P-Town. <laughs> it's like, what, what am I looking for? Right, so exactly. So, it was a perfect, it was a perfect combination, and your execution was, like, chef's kiss, Oh, thank you. That means a lot coming from Surprise Master. Right. And I will like to say, I would like to say that Rob, um, sweet, sweet Rob, was so happy. And he, oh. at one point, I was hugging him and he's just like, I love a surprise. Oh, totally. I'm like, I know you do, darling. It was just, <laughs> and then, and I think too, what I loved about it and whether I was too loud for people or not, I don't care. No, I mean, I don't, I'm exaggerating. No, I mean, but I know. But it set the tone, like, no matter what, tonight is fun. Right. And not that it wouldn't have been by any stretch of the, I'm not saying that, but it was just, it got turned up a little bit. It did, like, but but next time, don't do that to me. Now, now I'll lecture you. <laughs> now I get to lecture you. Don't well, ever, I would never do it for that party. Don't ever do that again, because <laughs> I would have actually planned that completely differently. I, I would have actually had Peaches and Daddy drive out, and me and Rob drive out, and got that van. And the people who wanted to go back to D.C. and not stay the night at the farm could have gone back. And then me and Rob, Lur, maybe Peaches and Daddy could have just stayed at the fucking farm all night. Mm -hmm. I mean, would that not have been a scream? Now, Douglas and Scott may not appreciate that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but next but time. But anyway. Next so, time. Yeah, next time. But, anyway, you know, I would never. I can't do that for the same. I mean, you, no, no, once no. you do that for one party, it's done. Right. So. Well, here's an example of part Heidi's voice. This is the kind of thing that Heidi... This is Hadi. The party is not over yet! 
because she never wants the party to be over, and I don't either. But I mean, this voice is incredible. The power behind this. The I party do. is not over yet. <laughs> I do have a set of lungs. You do, you and it doesn't bother your voice either. If I screamed like that, oh my god. I mean, it does eventually, but I was even—I don't even know who I was talking with. And I was sitting next to them talking, I'm like, I'm just loud. Like, my whisper, I, it's really difficult. But it's, that's good, I'm though. a loud person. That's, I know. <laughs> just, I mean, that's, it's who it's you who are. It's who I am. It's yeah. great. But, well, anywho. it was great. Well, speaking of chairs, Heidi, I have an update for you. You know, we're doing a little housework here and trying to spruce up the place for our next decade here, which is what it seems like it's going to end up being with the housing market. Um, so we ordered a chair for the bedroom. I took delivery on it today. Custom-made chair. Small. Very small. It's not ex- yes. massively expensive. I mean, it's under 1000 bucks, But still, custom-made fabrics. Picked them out and everything. It's got a fabric for the regular, the, the dominant fabric for the chair, and then the welt, that like popping that goes around the edge, gets a different yes. color. Correct. So I picked it out at the place. I don't want to like put anyone on blast because it still needs to get corrected, but basically, the fabric got switched. So the welt was the dominant fabric all over the chair, and the chair color was the welt. I've waited... No. i waited 12 fucking weeks for this chair. N- how? That is it. a... Like, right. somebody pull... Well, Who's here's eating the thing. edibles? Who's the, who's- here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. So we picked out one version, and the fabric was discontinued, and she said, let me call the factory and see if they've got extra fabric sometimes to do. Pick out a second version of what you want it to be, and with that, if we don't have the extra fabric, you can use this version. So she called the fabric the next day. She emailed me, and she was like, the the chair, the fabric is gone. The one you really wanted is gone. I said, okay, that's fine. Let's go with the second option. When I was in the store, and I said, this is the, this is the chair part, this is the welt part, she put it in the system wrong to do the quote. So when she emailed and said, that's not available. I just responded and said, okay, just go with the next one. I didn't look at the invoice and see that, that she had switched the two. Oh. So, is it my fault? Yes. Is it her fault? Yes, more. Yes. Yes, more. Because, you know, we sit there and we picked it out and I showed it to her. And, you know, I didn't have the fabric to look at the color codes and everything. Like, I, I'm just taking her word for it that she's entered into the system correctly. So the person at the the salesperson, the salesperson, yeah, and and yeah, I don't want to say too much just because you know right. I've, I've emailed the person and the company, <clears throat> and you know I've asked if there's any way to rectify this. That you know obviously we had spoken about this in the store, and I picked out the colors and instructed what it should be. But anyway, I texted Peaches and I said, "You got to see this," and so I you know I sent her a picture of what it was supposed to be and everything. And I'm like, I literally don't know how you do your job. Like, I don't know how she does it. Like, the constant worry about if something's going to get done right. And stuff gets fucked up all the time. All the time. And she called me just to talk to me because, you know, this is like her thing. She, like, works with in design and all this. And she was like, she's like, oh, yeah, I know. She's like, she's like, how about this? She's like, that chair is $1,000. She said, try dealing with a custom-made sectional that's $15,000 that they had custom-made and it gets to a house and they can't get it down into the basement. So they had to saw, take the chair, the fabric, and everything off, saw it in half, and then take it back downstairs. And I'm sitting here going like, 
this, I could, I literally could not do her job. I don't know how she does it every day. I would, I would, I would lose my mind. Like I had I would a, lose. a thousand dollar chair. I, She's dealing with a fifteen thousand dollar sofa, and that's just one instance, right? Yeah, one for one. <laughs> that's like, one sofa in one room I can't, of the many. I can't handle that stress. There's no fucking way. Well, and she has the customer. Not only the stress of they fucked up what she was what's supposed to happen. Right. Somebody fucked up measurements, but now now the customer is just like, you're, I'm sorry. Did you say you're going to cut my yeah. sectional in half? <laughs> right. And some customers are, she said, she tells me stories about, you know, some of her clients. And they're, some are very nice and understanding, and then some are just very unreasonable. And it's just like, <clears throat> you have to just work through it and contact. You know, she's at a different, obviously she is a designer. She's she at can, a different level. She can contact yeah. people and like, you know, she works with people one-on-one. So it's it's a different world than a piece yeah. of shit like me trying to order a chair. Like, you know, it's it's just not the same. So anyway, I, it's still as stressful. So anyone out there ordering furniture, double check, 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 and double check that order. And get some check food and make sure. I mean, it's, you, it is insanely stressful, so. That had to, uh, I can only imagine your face when oh, you opened I, it. I started and laughing. How much you did you laugh or scream? No, I, la- I laughed. I was like, "This is so typical." I, just, I had a feeling something was not going to be right. I don't oh, know why. I'm so sorry. I just had Lur. I talked to Lur. Well, Lur- now you know what it's like <laughs> to be upper middle class right. and have desi- custom design problems. Well, that's right, and that's why I'm like, <laughs> I can't pop off about this because you know people make mistakes. I didn't check it. Lur, Lur kept going. Oh, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, girl. Girl, I'm sorry. And he had his hands, he had his head in his hands. And I said, you are talking like someone has died. <laughs> I'm like, uh, my poor, my custom chair didn't come out with the right fr- fabric. I mean, this is so rich people problems. <laughs> I mean, talk about first world. Oh, my God. But that's the world we live in. It is. And you know <laughs> so, what? I wanted to buy a chair, so I bought what? a fucking chair. I get it. And it's good to have that problem. It is good. It's fine. She'll fix I think the woman will fix it. And if not, it doesn't look horrible in there. I'll just, it'll make it work. It, it looks fine. It's just a little too light for the room. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I, 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 so those I was are in all there. personal issues for the week. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, well, if, I know no one can see me, but I did... You haven't seen me. I should put up a before and after of what my hair looked like before last Friday and Saturday and what it looks like now. I chopped off all of my hair. I'd say probably a good yeah. six inches or so. Yeah. It looks like kind Miles High hair. I know. Doesn't it? Kinda. It's like, well, and kind of like wedding hair. Yeah, yeah. And Gretchen, Gretchen was like, oh my God, you can wear wedding hair again. I go, I think I can. Yeah, looks good. Yeah. It does so. look good. Um. Well, did you watch while we were gone? Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live. I did not. I was listening. You know, I was in family yeah. space, and so you know, it's not. But I, I heard a little bit about it. But I'm interested. Uh, what your yeah? It was like what your take is. It's like eh, you know. I mean, he was interesting. He got on there and he kind of slandered, not slandered, but you know, talked against Dogecoin because he's the Doge father. And kind of built up Dogecoin to from where it was essentially with all of his tweets and what he was saying about it. And I had actually bought some Dogecoin a while back and just like a thousand dollars worth. I was like, I'm going to put just a thousand bucks in this and just see what happens. So I ended up, it ended up making like 3,000. So 
when he was on the show, it kind of peaked. And then he made some joke about it being a hustle. And then it just started crashing. And then his mother was on there, and she made some joke about Mother's Day gifts or something and said, well, I hope it's not any of that Dogecoin. And, like, they kind of made a couple of derogatory statements about it, and it kind of just started tumbling. So I sold it, and I got oh. out. And, you know, they say you're supposed to hold it no matter what. Like, don't try to, like, sell or anything like that. So, right. so I, So I just I sold it. I was like, fuck it. I'm just, I want to get rid of it. And so I did. But, you know, it was interesting. It's like, it's, it's like, you know how they say people can control the market with tweets and stuff like that, and Trump can control the market with his tweets? It's interesting that Elon Musk is kind of allowed to kind of control the market with his, what he says about Dogecoin and Bitcoin, and like what's happened this week with Bitcoin and what he said about it. And it's just crashed like, like, some, like ten dollars or $15,000 or something ridiculous. Crazy. I mean, but it's been happening forever. Yeah, it has. You know, yeah. And people are pissed and like, how is one billionaire able to do this? That's not fair. It's like, it's because that's why he's a billionaire because he is able to do it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I heard his mom, his mother was on. I mean, it might have, was it Howard? I'm not sure who was listening to, but they were just kind of chatting about that's who was on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but that it was somewhat entertaining. Right. Good. I, it was good. You know, I wish I was more of a SNL person, actually. I watched it as a kid, but then once my life went into, once I went into college and started working and working in bars on Saturday nights. Oh, right. I stopped watching. Yeah. But that's, no one cares about that. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we watched it. The kids were here that weekend. And we we watched it that Saturday night. They, so the, in between the last time we talked and, you know, we skipped a week, I had to play you a couple of clips of the, when the kids were here. So, you know, KJ fashions himself as DJ Puma. And so he, I made him that Puma mask. I, made, I gave it to him and it was just like so fucking awesome. I mean, it looks so good. And... <laughs> He was in here on the in the on the decks. Like I had him recording, and he was playing music into one microphone, and he was talking into the other. And so I went back, and I had to just the recording just running, and it went for like an hour or whatever. And I went back, and I pulled some of the drops of him talking and me talking. I mean, and some of these are hysterical. So so listen to this is me introducing DJ Puma on Saturday night. I mean, <laughs> I sound a little drunk because I am, by the way. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. It's a Saturday night, and your favorite DJ, DJ Puma, is on the decks, opening up his set with a little bit of Beat Freak featuring Laura, Chris Lake, and Reva Star Remix, baby. Everyone grab a cocktail, and let's have some fun. (laughs) So that's how it started, right? So they listened to me do that one time. I did that once. And so then they started doing it. So here's KJ doing it. We all sang Dumb Doll. One of his new songs by 2021. And it's me, DJ Puma, but you can call me KJ if you want to. Is that not the greatest thing? You can call me KJ if you want to. It's so great. Here's Keith announcing DJ Puma. We were all just having so much fun coming in here. I love that. It was great. DJ Puma on the ones and twos. (laughs) The ones and twos. I was like, like, who are you? 
And speaking of the party is not over yet, Heidi, this is your this is your twin. This is your twin. The party's not over yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So you've got so if I A B it, you've got Heidi. The party is not over yet. And you got KJ. The party's not over yet. <laughs> so see, Heidi, you got to train him to get up there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. But I also always want to give a shout out. You know where that originated? No. Well, yes, I knew where it originated. Yeah, like that was that was peaches. Oh, yeah, I just yeah, always yeah. want to give credit where credit is due. Yes. <laughs> here's Avery saying That's we're so back. Awesome. Here's Avery saying we're back, folks. Which I'm using this in a stinger. I'm going to create a WGRL stinger with this. We're back, folks. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, that is so cute. They were having so much fun. And then here is me and Keith signing DJ Puma off at the end of the night. And there you got it, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Puma Saturday set is out. She has he has dropped the mic. <laughs> Sorry, I called DJ Puma a she. I was thinking I was talking about myself. Ha, but up bum. But it's okay, party people. Stay up. There'll be a sunrise session at zero seven. DJ Puma will be back on the mic. Isn't that great? Uh-oh. And first of all, Rob and Keith sound, I don't know, exactly alike. Oh my God, but wait, I was listening to Keith on, I'm like, Rob's invo- Rob and Keith's voice on the microphone sounds incredible. They're velvety. Velvety. It's amazing. Yeah. Keith too, I was listening to Keith, I'm yeah. like, I've never heard Keith on the mic, and I just, I was like, wait, what? He's all like, he's all like, hey, hey there. It I'm like, sounds, oh, geez, It sounds Keith. amazing. I guess. I know, right? <laughs> so that was a little fun I had with Avery and KJ. Love y'all. I can't wait till they're older. I'm going to play that whole thing that they recorded oh my for God. them. I'm going to embarrass that, them. It, that's fantastic. That's so much fun. Um, History. And I mean, that's fame in the making. It's fame in the making. We got a caller on the line. Heidi, let's, uh, looks like Kat is here. Let's ask her to unmute. Come on, girl. You're on WGRL Radio live talking to Sarah Tonin and Miles High. Hey, girls. Hey. Hey. Who's this? This is Kat. Hey, Kat. What's going on? Well, it's so nice to join you guys. I've been so jealous of all of the previous callers that, you know, of course, I always want to be your number one caller, but (laughs) there are several people that beat me to the punch. They did, girl. Yeah, but that's okay. That I'm dial. here now. There's room for uh-huh. more. There's room for more fans anytime. Yeah, we'll uh-huh. give you more fans for sure. So, hey, Neil, I just want to serotonin want to tell you yeah. that you are so Fred like with your special effects. I can't even stand it. Oh, love that! I'll take that compliment. Uh, any I'm day. sorry, you just got a comparison to Fred. To Fred, that's like the fucking holy grail. That <laughs> beyond the holy grail, beyond that. <laughs> that's the uh i, need, the I mean seriously you guys were talking about heidi's visit up on the hill with yeah. like the casino like oh. that those sound effects were ridiculous oh that was fun yeah i do enjoy putting them together it is it is fun to do and a right lot of- and then the meat the meat curtains like that was a great revisiting of those sound clips for sure oh yeah well, hold on. If you want to hear about you have one of those available. Uh, do I have one available? I mean, it's me. Hello. A couple meat curtains. <laughs> a couple meat curtains. Wait, this is my favorite. I have a wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so lucky am I. You're so lucky. You're good ones. My pussy's amazing. <laughs> and, and, and well, I do. I, I've got to ask the caller. Hey, cat. It um, you know, it's May, which is masturbation month. Ooh. And uh, if you listened to last week, we're like, hey, this is what's happened. Or not last, but week prior on the sixth. Um, Neil even said, he's like, if you call in, we're going to be re-asking you, you know, what's your masturbation status? Who <laughs> <laughs> masturbation status was, ooh, what is today? Wednesday? Yep. Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. I think Sunday was my last masturbation um, interaction nice. with myself. That's good. Mine was Monday, yeah. I think. Excellent. You know, I mean, once I get into the work week, sometimes I forget. To self pleasure, you know. I hear you. It just gets busy. It does. Yeah, it totally does. And then the stress of the day is just like I just don't want to fuck with this right now. Right, you're you're like, like, there's no time. But there's no time to flick the bean. Right, but was it there? Was there ever a time when you were like doing it every day? Like, I guess I used to. I don't know if there was ever a time when I like. I guess maybe when I was like super young. Maybe I was like when I just discovered that thing down there. Yeah, boys like, are different, though, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, flicking the bean is sometimes, you can do it too much, and then you're like, ugh, enough already. You're like, <laughs> I'm bored. I'll, I'll revisit yeah, later. I'm, do- I'm bored. It's a little tender, like, ugh. Well, Heidi has, we learned, has a vibrator or some kind of contraption that stays plugged into the electrical outlet last on the last show. Like, <laughs> is, do you have something that's that elaborate? No, mine is mine's a rechargeable battery, and it's just clit focused. So oh, it's okay. like a little clit suction. Right, There's right, right. No, no penetration. Wow. Yeah. Got it. That's that's my girl. <laughs> that's <laughs> my girl. <laughs> that's my girl. You know who would be jealous would be Peaches. Oh, <laughs> always really? Peaches. Of, always, <laughs> oh, yeah. always Peaches. Always <laughs> envious and jealous of girl woman masturbation. She yeah, wants I to don't. Be able to I squirt. don't need that. I don't need to stick it in. I just just focus on the clip. Right. And I can squirt. Right. And I can I'm squirt. a squirter as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Is it like a ton? I mean, it has to be. It doesn't happen every time. Right. Um, and I would say it's super situational. Interesting. Yeah. Do you, do you find True. that if you don't uh, pleasure yourself for several days that you could squirt more? Like, you know, that's an interesting question. I have that. And that's a very kind of scientific application. Right. Like, so I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer to that. Right. Cause see, you know, obviously if I don't jerk off for days, then obviously the load is bigger. If I do Yeah. It- I think it's different. I think that yeah. the, I think the, the squirt comes from a different, it's a different mechanism. So let me ask you this. This is a question that is hotly debated on the Howard Stern show, and if anyone out there is a Stern fan, you will know this is a hotly debated question. But Ronnie the limo driver insists that squirt is not pee, and everyone else on the show insists that it's just pee. So squirt is not pee, right? And I think I agree. I'm like I don't I don't I've never even experienced squirting <laughs> myself. I've never been squirted on. I've never tasted squirt. Um, I know nothing squirt. about squirt. We can, I can. I believe that. Right. So, so I take um, I take what y'all say, and y'all say it's I, not pee. I think that most gynecologists will tell you that squirt is not pee. 
Right. Correct. So when you watch these porn and these girls are squirting so much, like, I mean, a lot. Like, where is that coming from? Well, so that's a great question. I'm not a huge porn watcher. I prefer uh, gay male porn. Oh, really? So do I. I, Look at that. Interesting. (laughs) That's so weird. That's so strange. So strange. Like, I (laughs) care to believe. Um, So I guess I'll have to get some validation on that um, serotonin. But um, yeah, I don't don't like straight porn. Like, I think it's really, uh, I don't know, gross. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't watch porn either. We don't. Yeah, you don't. Like, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I were to watch porn, it would be gay male porn, for sure. All right. You know what? I love love when a caller calls in and is honest. (laughs) And has an agenda and has some questions. Well, I know. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope no future employers have access to this. Well, no one one knows who you are. We have not outed you. No one knows your, there's not a list of phone numbers or names that go up after the show you can be anonymous <laughs> and right no one off, will ever know no one will ever know that's the beauty of the show until i become your number one caller right that's right, right. and then you and then it doesn't matter because then you can just come and work with me and Heidi and exactly just, and just be right. a contributor exactly <laughs> when we're all independently wealthy right <laughs> exactly we're working on it hey awesome. so i do have one thing i want to talk about So you guys were talking about uh, billionaires earlier. I want to talk about how Bill Gates has managed. And if you guys have already covered this, let me know, because I came in late, like how Bill Gates managed to like through his billionaire philanthropic status, managed to paint this like really fucking cute picture of himself. And he's turned out to be, sorry, Sue just lost his mind. Um, this like real, this kind of big douchebag, if you guys have been paying attention at all, like his, um, his relationship with, um, Melinda. No, no, no. Yeah. But that with like, who, who's the guy who killed himself? Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. With Epstein and that he is now admitting that he had an affair with, uh, someone at Microsoft. Right. See, I haven't kind of been following that up. Just a little bit on the periphery. Um, is but- the affair the person that he used to spend four-day weekends with um, in the Outer Banks? There you was know, someone, I don't know that. I just a, know a young, that he was a younger woman publicly that, um, yes, he did have an affair or, like, improper relations or... And that he's saying that, still maintaining, that that's not why he was removed from the board. Um, but that, you know, there's like all of this stuff coming out now that, um, he and his wife are getting a divorce and I didn't know that he was friends with Epstein. Right. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of kept quiet until, until the divorce, right? Then it kind of. Yeah. But apparently she was super uncomfortable with his relationship with him. Right. And he did have an affair or sexual relations with someone on the Microsoft team. So I just think it's interesting how, you know, he has been able to put himself out there as like this super cool, progressive, hey, you know, I'm just doing good for the world. And like, it's just, you know, goes to show you like 
the power that money has and like that you can create your own reality and that you can create your own. I think you hit it. Yeah. You definitely hit it with the. (coughs) Pardon me. Swallow that air. Um, That the power when you have billions of dollars and how you believe that your agenda and how you think things should be run always is the right way to do things in the agenda. And so the power I think gets, that's what makes people absolutely mental. Well, you said it too about painting this picture of himself. Like he's done that with his money. That's, that's true. And that's part of the reason why all these QAnon people are losing their mind because, you know, they're looking at it at, in through their lens and they're saying that, you know, we know that there's not a chip implanted in us and, you know, all this other stuff. Everyone's fine. No one's body is being controlled by Bill Gates. But still, you know, they look at all that money and they're kind of saying the same thing in a different way. I'm not saying you're spouting a conspiracy theory, but in a way they're looking at they're looking at at that as well and being like, you know, what the fuck? Well, that's what's fucked up about it. Right. Is because there are these conspiracy theories that are so ridiculous and then so when stuff like this comes out you know because he has so much influence on medical technology and i mean what industry doesn't he have influence on education politics like look at every look at every institution and he's got his finger in it all and so what is so unfortunate about it is when stuff like this comes out it gives gravity to the the conspiracy theory. The QAnon fuckers are crazies. Oh, yeah. So don't get me wrong, but yeah. it does it does give some gravity to their crazy conspiracy theories. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. It helps fuel them and propel them forward. Which I mean is yeah. a, which is a recent thing. But you know, Bill Gates has kind of flown under the radar too in all of this. Like he's quietly like what you're saying, he's got his finger in everything. That's been like something that's been building over the years, but no one like ever really kind of like knew it. Like, right. except they knew it, but they really I, didn't know the extent of it. I think. I, I think or, that they knew it, but then you know they put the philanthropic piece out there and really, oh yeah, blanketed Bill the and, world with. Bill um, and Melinda Gates money. Foundation has done profound good. Like, yeah. so you Correct. can't yeah. take that away from them. Right. But then it's also kind of like, you know, like we've got a chocolate shop on the on our main street in my small town, and I'm like, what are I was like, I think it's a front. Like, are they are they a drug cartel? Like, how does a chocolate shop take <laughs> business? Hey, that you know, I, that like, happens all the time in New York. We walk out places, and I'm like, Rob, and I'm like, how the hell is this place paying the rent where this is? Right, you're like, how much chocolate and hot chocolate can you sell in Lafayette, Colorado? <laughs> right. No, totally, totally. Right. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Like, what are you guys really doing? Right. That's what that philanthropic piece was. And so it's like, oh my gosh, it's like, look over there. Look at the pretty field of flowers. Look over there. Look yeah, over look, there. Given, <laughs> so we inserted a drone into every school child in America. Right. Not. <laughs> but look over there. Not. I yeah. mean, we everybody carries a phone, so nobody needs an implant through a vaccine. But yeah, exactly. but you wonder, it makes you wonder, like, what the fuck are, what the fuck is he doing? Well, did you hear the so I talked about this on the show a week uh, last week or the week before that the QAnon conspiracy theorists are saying that Melinda Gates and him are getting a divorce because Melinda Gates has finally realized how many people Bill I mean, how many people um Bill Gates is going to kill 
with the coronavirus or with the with the vaccine, which is going to be more than Hitler. That he's going to he's killing more. He's going to end up killing more people than Hitler. So he is. So she is leaving him finally. Yeah, yeah. So there is the Bill Gates. And that she's a man. So I read part of this today. So Bill Gates is part of this, and I forget what name they give him, but they want to um, kill everybody who's not part of this elite, um, you know, group. If you're not a famous, you know, actor or like billionaire, right? Um, and that they are taking drugs that are made from the blood of. Um, oh, children right. under 12 <laughs> yeah. that have been kidnapped yeah. and forced into a fight or flight situation and they draw their blood when they to are get the adrenaline are <laughs> adrenaline response and yep. that it is supposed to be like the hugest like euphoric drug on the planet and i was like can i get my hands on some of that shit? that's what i was thinking i was just gonna say that i was like hmm i don't want to drink the blood better of- than what <laughs> Better than all of it? I mean, but the thing that I would say about that is, okay, maybe one person in the world is doing that. You don't have this entire cable of rich people doing this, and no one knows or says anything about it. I mean, just, like, use logic to debunk the conspiracy theory yourself. Like, come on, people. Because you're like, you know, all of the ravers, like, they would already have their hands on this. Of course. Of course. It's better than ecstasy. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm and saying. And on that tip. <laughs> oh, God. And on the baby blood adrenaline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's leave the call with baby adrenaline. Baby adrenaline. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, well, thanks for calling in and thanks for being our fan. Call us Call us every week and talk about, talk about okay, stuff. Okay, I will. You guys, Love thank it. you so much. Meow. 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 Ciao. Bye. And I can squirt. <laughs> bye. bye girl bye girl look at that hey that was a good caller that was a good caller now that's a good caller people now that's what you take notes take notes people <laughs> come in with an agenda come in with something to talk about something controversial like squirting yes <laughs> everyone loves squirt so remember we have to ask every caller it is still you're right it's still may masturbation month i'm so, so glad you did that I, I completely forgot. I even had been saying, if someone calls in, I've got to ask them about their masturbation. And look at that, our first caller. And look at the honesty, the openness. And what a great conversation it leads into. I know. Everyone's touching themselves. Everyone is touching well, themselves. Well, <laughs> maybe not everybody, but right. everybody should Everyone be touching should. themselves. <laughs> I've been trying to do it more ever since, you know, we, since it's May Masturbation Month. I've been trying to Oh, good. Bit. I've been trying to exercise my right, if you will. Good. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, speaking of billionaires, there's, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos. He uh, used a lot of stuff going on. Like the voters voted to not unionize in Alabama. And Correct. like the, they changed the Amazon icon and people like went crazy because like the piece of tape at the top looked like a Hitler mustache. Like there's been just like all kinds of little smattering of Amazon stuff that's been happening. But he, I guess, like, there's this whole initiative now to send people to space, right? Like, they said, we're now embarking on this, quote-unquote, new frontier where, like, we're looking at space travel, right? And, like, mm-hmm. Elon Musk and, and Jeff Bezos are wanting to send people to the edge of space as tourists. And Jeff Bezos has this Blue Origin space company. Mm-hmm. And some private citizens are going to pay $55 million to fly to the International Space Station. 
whether it be through Jeff Bezos or through Elon Musk or, however or whatever. they get there. Yeah, right. whatever. But I'm whichever like, billionaire vehicle they choose. Whichever billionaire <laughs> vehicle they choose. But I'm like, have these people not seen that every liftoff and landing is not successful? Like, is it really worth getting on Jeff Bezos' first or second or third aircraft? Or Elon Musk's even, and he said success. But is it really I worth think, it to... Well, I've, I think it kind of goes to what we were just talking about with Kat, right. the caller, that when you have that kind of money to possess that kind of power and to be the first, like when you become the first on the planet right. to do something. Yeah. That's, you know, I, people chase that bug. They've they got do. so much. How many times have we said, you know, billionaires, millionaires have so much money they'll never be able to spend it. With, right. Be, they could give it all away and they'll still have so much that it, before they die. They just can't use, they can't spend it all. Well, but it's so like, like, hey, <laughs> the inequitable distribution of wealth. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable what's happening. Disgusting. It's really crazy. There's evidently going to be, speaking of space, there's going to be the space hotel that's going to open in 2027. And it's this big wheel shaped looking thing. Look at this. It's this big wheel. Okay. That is cool. going to have 400 rooms, 50,000 square feet. And it's like, this, the says the gravity is going to be one-sixth the time of times time of Earth's, one-sixth of Earth's. And I'm like, there's going to be a gym in there? How do you work out in a gym where gravity is one-sixth the time of Earth? Like, your 45-pound plate is going to be one-sixth of that, so it's like, what, five pounds or something? Six pounds? <laughs> seven, seven pounds. One-sixth would be seven, 40, 42 pounds, something like that. You're just going to feel really strong. Right. <laughs> But I guess they're like trying to create this like cruise ship option, right? Like people go on cruises. It's like, oh, let's go get on Jeff Bezos' rocket and go to the space hotel. Yeah, Would you do this? Just... Would you do this? I mean, what, say it's affordable. Say a cruise is like three or four thousand. Would you? Do you think you would spend three or four thousand dollars to get on? Get on a spaceship? Absolutely. Would you? Absolutely. If it's been tested and people have been doing it and they're hanging out and you're like, oh my God, here's a <laughs> here's a uh, booking.com deal. Right. Yeah, right. It's like, I mean, like, why wouldn't you to be able for your first time to go out to outer space and see the planet that you live on? I guess. From, I mean, hell yeah. I don't give a shit about the hotel, but put me on that trip I guess. from here <laughs> to there. I'll just do a quick overnight. I don't give a shit about the hotel. <laughs> I'll just do an overnight because I can't go outside. Right. So, oh, yeah, that's right. You that. I mean, unless they had really great casinos. Cool. See, that which would be they fun. will. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. Oh, they so will. So I would go there for 24 hours, get up there. Gamble all night long, oh get back god. on my shuttle and come back. I'll be like <laughs> that would... and win money. I'll be like, Oh my god, it paid for my trip. <laughs> all right. So you just convinced me to go to the space hotel. Yes. <laughs> to to go overnight and go to the space hotel. But no, I mean it's like, okay, we're building a space hotel. How much is that gonna fucking cost? Like today <laughs> McDonald's workers are rioting and protesting for fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage. And we're focused on the space hotel. It's like the and I, again, I don't care about if someone wants to spend their money on it. Do what you want to do, but it's the inequitable distribution, or not inequitable. It is inequitable, but that sounds negative. It's just the distribution of wealth is just crazy now. It, it's absurd. It's just it doesn't. That's part of which I really love that there's becoming a focus 
on the distribution of wealth and right. what these CEOs are made and just in general. Well, back to what, what Kat the said. Bezos and whatnot are making because I heard uh, this person that I follow talking about interview questions and that a really good interview question is within the distribution of like, what does your CEO make compared to your staff? What's oh. the differential? And if you can ask that question, it's like, do you want to work for a company that the CEO is just going to the space hotel and <laughs> the people making the food are crying for $15 an hour? I don't think that's a company I want, I want to work for, not my tribe. You know what? That's you a know? great way to put it. That's a great so, fucking way to put it. You are so fucking right. Is the CEO going to the space hotel while I'm down here flipping burgers for $8 an hour? And I have to get four more jobs. Right. No, that's, And I have no kids, but I still need four more jobs. And right? I, you and, know, so it's just like, come on, man. And it's like, it's a no-brainer for McDonald's like, and, and all these companies. Like, why would you not, like in Amazon, like, come on, like that seems like a no-brainer. And yes, I understand what they're worried about is the shareholders and, you know, the stock going down and everything. But I feel like that's explainable. I feel like... <laughs> You can say, hey, investors, hey, shareholders, I'm giving my workers $15 an hour. Yes, it's going to hit the bottom line, but it's going to pay off in goodwill. So and think they're about going it. to stay here and not, we're not going to have the, one of the highest costs to just say a restaurant company, something that, or groceries, right? which is a huge employer in this country. Yep. The turnover the money you spend on turnover, training, onboard, you know, onboarding, training, I mean, all of it, and the time spent and the money spent is insane. Yeah. It's huge. It's an investment. And so you, you start, well, look at Chipotle. Boom. Blanket. Nationwide. Coast to coast. 15. It was like almost $16 an hour. They're like, we're not fucking around. Yeah. Pay them. See, that's so awesome. people need to get on board. And you know what? Chipotle's a nice place to eat. I love it. Who doesn't love I'll Chipotle. Right. And if you don't, then you're stupid. <laughs> Here's another little yeah. a little tidbit about just wealth. It's there's there's a supersonic airliner that is being developed and built that goes from London to New York in three hours and fifteen minutes. Okay? This I've thing heard. This thing is gonna cost hundred and twenty million dollars each and it's only gonna have eight to twelve passengers. It's gonna fly a thousand fucking miles an hour. Maybe I just said that. But Twenty of these planes has already been per have already been purchased by NetJets, which is this online private jet charter company. I mean, well, I'm sitting here thinking, like, again, what are we doing wrong? Like, we are in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get there, Heidi. We're gonna go on the Boom Supersonic Airliner. We're gonna go to the Space Hotel and gamble. <laughs> We're we going are gonna go on that space on that uh, jet airplane, and we are gonna go to. International dance floor. Oh my God! Could you imagine if all the gays went to a circuit party at the Space Hotel? Who do you think is gonna? Oh my God! That's <gasps> that's it. That's what we promote. <laughs> that's it. Maybe that's that... where we really want our gig to be. That's where we get a podcast from. <laughs> oh my God! That's where we can finally broadcast live from the dance floor is at the Space Hotel's <laughs> Studio yeah. B. Studio yeah. B at the Space Hotel. Because <laughs> on the cruise, there's always a Studio B, huge Studio dance floor. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so amazing to fucking go to a circuit. Now I'm now I'm all in on the Space Hotel. See, seems, we're gonna. I just needed to lube that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Now we're gonna gamble and we're gonna go to an all night rager. <laughs> Done. 
done. I'm oh my so... God, I wonder how good designer drugs are going to be in space. Oh, my God, the weightlessness. If we take, I mean, take if a... I can jump. Oh, my God, what if you t- you could take a hit of E and go and be weightless in space? on that? Oh, my God. I might die. Holy shit, that would be so much fun. <laughs> Holy, oh, my God, we've Just got to do this. silliness. <laughs> we've got I mean, to do this. now I think I'm going to... St- try and work for the space hotel oh. i'm gonna get a job so that we can get employee discounts <laughs> right maybe you could get it finally that could be your job that you finally get and you can go for like a month or two at a time like cruise workers exactly. cruise ship workers and i'll bring you guys up and be like hey do you want to come up for the friends and family discount <laughs> right but it is like a cruise right like i think that that's yeah. the kind of the industry that they're modeling themselves after yeah well maybe i could get a job helping with what service really should be at a place like that well yeah because you're a great service industry person you need to be training every service industry person uh we talk about it all the time and people oh my like, god you don't want to pay for training i'm like right but anyway right. that's a slippery slope um yeah what else is happening with you so i do have to say we're just kind of talking about circus music a little bit there have you seen mel chestnut recently no so mel <laughs> So Mel, Mel Chestnut is a, a party promoter a, and, and DJ manager from she's Miami. She's a circuit diva. Circuit she's a diva. Yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Uh, you know, I don't, she, you know. I just can't help it. I mean, she looks fantastic. I'm like, okay. She does. Look at, what does she take? It's somebody, well, and this is what I said. She's the drink- second I, I went to her Instagram and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? And I was like, oh wait, everything. I'm not disciplined. I like to drink. I'm not right. staying out of the sun. All of the things that I love about life, I would have to stop. <laughs> I don't want to. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> well, that's why like, I go through these these waves of like, oh, I'm, I am on it. Going to the gym, <laughs> drinking my shakes, doing everything, green drinks, da, da, da. And then it's like the weekend comes and I'm like, oh, I just want to party. <laughs> and then I do. <laughs> I just want to drink. And that's the thing. The drinking just gets you. Yeah. Anywho, I just had to bring up Mel because I saw her today. I was cruising through. Yeah, little a little IG, and I was like, God, girl, you look good. Yeah, I know Kudos she does. She does. She is, I need a good. gay um, trainer. You do. They'll whip your ass into shape. Although there's this girl down at uh, Complete Body here in Manhattan. Then her name is Marcella Maello, and she goes by Marcella Maello. I'm sorry. How do you pronounce that again? Marcella Maello. M A E L L O. It's like Italian, I guess. Melo. Melo, something. Anyway, she trains a bunch of these gay guys, and she is like a beast. And these guys, <laughs> I've watched their journey, and <laughs> I hate that word. But oh, I, no, I, I have watched them, and she whips these people into shape. And th- I think she's like, there's something to having a trainer. So much so that I'm like, I'd like to kind of go to her and have her whip my ass. Well, there's this, I think it's called F45, and it's all about like 45 minutes of intense like pain. And right. it's not expensive it's like i think it might be like 45 dollars a week or a month i don't know it's cheap it's just like you go in it's hardcore 45 sounds like minutes trx basically basically but i thought about checking it out i was like i need someone to kick my butt well it holds you it makes but you accountable anyhow. yeah yeah so you know um boring. there is this weird thing going on with tiktok and i want to talk to you about this because you fucking love that tiktok and it just annoys the shit out of me. But it's like, you explain it to me, because I'm a dumbass here, okay? I'm, f- I'm fully aware. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there's this phenomenon where people will post their videos, and then they put the text on the screen and what, and it's just ugly, 
It's just really super ugly. It's not crisp. It looks very low rent. And then this electronic voice will read the text. And this is what it sounds like. This BTCH just finished me off and started gaming. This BITCH just finished me off and started gaming. Why are we doing this? This annoys me greatly. Well, so the there's a big thing right now <clears throat> about making sure all of the words, things that are being said, basically captions are up there so that you know people aren't missing whatever the content is that the TikToker is trying to put out. So the voice okay. just helps. Now, the voice helps like, hey, this is what we're talking about so you don't have to read. You can read or listen, watch, right? So think about it. They just gained reading, listening, and watching. So okay, you're just fine. like so in that like, hole. So you're, but you're here's another thing about that. You're becoming an amoeba that doesn't have to do right? anything. <laughs> the young people love anime. It's got oh, this. It, it's But think about it. When you think about that voice, it has that started to, you know, it has that kind of anime voice to it. It does. That's what it I does. think it is. You know what it sounds There's like to me, many times I skip that stuff or I'm just like, no, 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 no. That voice can just be well, horrible. Here's a candle commercial. This is a fucking candle commercial. I was, I'm so annoyed by this. Listen, and it's, it's, a, the commercial's great. It's pretty, but then they do this to it. Just got the cutest candle. They have one for every birthday. One for every birthday? She says it with a question because she doesn't know what the fuck it's really the context of it. They have one for, because it's like Taurus, Gemini, Virgo candles. They have one for every birthday? Like question mark? It's like well, they have one for every birthday. How about you just narrate it yourself, you lazy motherfucker? Well, I think it's also a, a Korean thing. I mean, it's TikTok's, it's, Kore, it's a Korean app. And okay. I think when it start, no, no, no. But when it started, it's got that um, uh, that translation voice to it, right? Well, and so you, it, it or reminds... those a ASM ASMR, like when they're talking over stuff or unwrapping. Yes, it has that voice to it. I guess it sounds to me like back in like the late nineties when I had my Gateway two thousand computer, <laughs> I had WordPerfect <laughs> installed, which was which was Word before Word was Word. WordPerfect was right. like the industry standard. WordPerfect, like whoa, this is the best <laughs> software ever. Which it was great fucking software. WordPerfect, but you could right. actually make it dictate your page to you, and it sounded just like this. We're talking nineties here. And the voice hasn't changed at all, and people are liking this. So it's like everything old is new again. And for every birthday, I am obsessed, and it smells amazing. I am obsessed, and it smells amazing. Well, is this how just, they want? Is this how very, everyone wants us to talk now? I hope not. <laughs> no, but it's also becoming very. Um, also, because I'm on TikTok so much, that voice. Uh. It's just common in my life. I hear it all the time. Oh, God. So I made a disco ball bucket hat for my bestie's birthday. See, birthday? For my birthday? But she it also I... has that anime kind of... You're right. You're so right. Very simple. Oh, my God. It doesn't hurt your ears. You know, it's not like it doesn't have a... Oh, my God. You're so right. It does does have that anime sound. kind of Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It could be a boy or a girl, too. Okay, fine. Maybe... Maybe I'm just the old altar cocker here that just doesn't want to deal with the times. <laughs> well, 
You've got some nieces and nephews that are going to need you to be dealing with the times. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. Not be that old. Aunt Sarah, why don't you just get into now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I know. Why aren't you living in this century? Why are you telling all, ooh, well, this is what happened when we were young. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See, I don't want to be that old queen either. <laughs> I don't want to be. girl. <laughs> I know. I know, because everything annoys the shit out of me. I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I think it's so funny. It makes good content for the show when I get pissed off. At least I, I can say that. It does. Ooh, pissed off. Do we? Right. What's happening with your ex-president? Oh, girl. I mean, I guess now, did you see my DA here? In Manhattan has now joined the civil investigation, and now it's become a criminal investigation. What? Do tell. What's happening? Yeah, have you not watched that or seen that? Just no. yesterday. So yeah, oh. the, the the district attorney of I think it's district attorney of New York. I may have that wrong. Um, has joined the Manhattan DA, I believe. The Manhattan DA was investigating the Trump Organization for civil crimes, but now mm-hmm. the I believe New York State Attorney General has now joined with the Manhattan DA and is now investigating the Trump Organization for criminal activity. Excellent. I know. Hold my I beer, mean, sis. Y- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold yeah. my beer, sis. That is Hold fabulous. My beer. I know. I was like, oh, things are about to get good. We'll see. I mean, you know, yeah, all this we'll shit see what happens. All this shit has to go to trial and you know some hillbilly is going to be on there that thinks Trump did nothing and, you know. But I have some stuff here just like some speaking of Trump, a couple of Trumpy things about him. Here is, you know I love these fucking uh uh evangelicals that that just think he is just the second coming of Christ. And I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. It's it is incredible the, the what they think of him. Him <clears throat> and this prophet Cat Kerr, whoever the fuck that is, not the cat that just called in. I don't think was Cat Kerr the <laughs> one that just called in. <laughs> Maybe. I'm gonna go with no. I'm feeling really strong about saying <laughs> I'm no. Gonna, I'm feeling really strong. This is not Cat Kerr that just called in. Anyway, she starts. She's sitting here talking about how Trump's voice is vibrating with the spirit of God. I mean, this is insane to talk. If you talked like this, <laughs> you know, like a couple of decades ago, you'd get locked the fuck up. When the presence of the Lord is so strong, I my body will begin to it's like a it's like a super fast shaking. Uh, I mean, we shake right, and then we shake, and your whole inside shakes. That's that's the frequency of God coming into the earth. Yeah. But Trump's vibration is increasing. You're the first one who I ever said that to you, by the way. That what he's given now is a shaking, is a shaking coming from Trump himself. Since the enemy's trying to shake us into fear, the words when Trump speaks them has that vibration, that frequency of, okay. of, of the spirit of God in him because God is shaking himself. He's shaking the earth itself. <laughs> What? I mean, what? <laughs> you <laughs> can spin this shit into everything. Everything. Uh, and the religious wackadoodle freakazoid sides of the people that live in this country will spin that shit. That's insane. They'll spin insane. it into anything and everything. Trump's voice is vibrating. The frequency. Because from God. That's the, the from God. The Lord is in him shaking, trying to shake us. I'm like, wow. Wow. 
Wow, we are at a really odd place. Can you and, and it's, imagine? It's be- what if that was your grandma? <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, I got a couple of family members that that really adore him, but I can I can say with full confidence, I don't have any family members that talk this kind of gibberish. Yeah, none I, of them. No, I might. You might, yeah, right. <laughs> You know? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know, but and I don't plan on finding out. But right. oh lord, that's. I Here's, mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's more to it. I mean, you could listen to it if you want to. He's starting to I shake. Mean, hell itself is shaking right now. They're bro. terrified because hell you know shaking. Satan's usually the one who does the shaking thing, but God had done it a long time ago. So he is shaking hell. The spirits of darkness are beginning to shake. I see them all the time, like shaking, trying to run away. And so I can tell you, we're getting closer and closer to that time when God himself is going to do something. Of course, it's going to involve Trump in it. Yep. But even the frequency in his voice now has a vibration in it. Really? Some people may begin to feel Really? That guy's like, what the fuck are you saying? He's like, hold hold the phone. Hold my beer, sis. <laughs> but when they hear him speak, because you know why he is our president. Oh my God! Wow! Oh, I mean, his voice is shaking. Do you know where I she's recording it. from? She could be recording from like her um, retirement home, locked down <laughs> oh. in Ward One, Room B Three. It sounds like <laughs> that shit. These people it have does. lost it, and you're right; they'll spin anything. Anything. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so you absurd. go from cat. You can go from Cat Kerr, who is a complete lunatic that has the internet as her um, megaphone, to someone like Judge Janine, who is a well-known Fox host, analyst, former judge, and she explodes and gets pissed at a guest because the guest is complimenting Joe Biden. And so she just fucking cuts him off and fucking ends the whole segment because she will have no one on her show that's speaking positively about Joe Biden. I mean, this is, again, she's no different than Prophet Kat Kerr. She just happens to have money and has made something of herself. Like, literally. Like, it's literally no different. He's making America great again. He is bringing, David, I'm stopping you right there. I don't tolerate lies on my show. He is bringing COVID into this country after Americans weren't allowed to go to work, go to church, or visit families, or go to funerals. And now he's bringing in a whole pandemic during a pandemic. David Leopold, thanks for being here, and thanks for nothing. Thank you. Still ahead, my Uh, Bye, David. (laughs) Bye, David. She shut him down down she's not having it Mm-mm. oh she was no pissed ma'am. But this, is, this is my criticism it's been my criticism forever you know what i always say why can't we have a news organization or a channel that has both opinions why can't judge janine just sit there and present her opinion and then let him present his opposing opinion and then they argue they don't step on each other and scream and yell like she just did but just present your opinions it's more interesting like, I don't understand why it has to be so one-sided on Fox and, and CNN. It drives me fucking insane. I've said it well, here a thousand fucking I, times. I also, I think, I've thought about that a lot. Like, watching and listening to them, to both. You know, MSNBC, CNN, Fox, Tucker Klansman, all of it. And yeah. both sides have their theatrical pieces, right? But Oh, yeah. 
a couple of those news organizations are based more in fact than That's, spin. This is what Peaches says about CNN. And so Correct. when you put them together to try, you can't have at this point the way it's so polarized. Pol, sorry, polarized, which is how CNN and MSNBC are so polarized, different from Fox. You can't. There's. There's not even an intelligent conversation to be had in there because it's just this he said, she said, I'm right, I'm right argument. Like, we're right. fact, and then the the right and the fox has this crazy That's notion. True. So it's like when you're not fact-based at all. Correct. Ugh, that's tough. Yeah. It's like, well, what about? It's that whole what about-ism. Like, when, <laughs> right. when, you do when you do present a coherent fact that everyone knows is a fact, it's like, well, what about Hillary's emails? That's the go-to thing. What about Hillary's emails? What about them? Bye. What about them? Next. Yeah. Right, stop. But they're, right. they're boring. It's this whole, it's oh, my this, God. Ugh. Oh, my God is right. But a little so, bit uh, – oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, no, I was going to say there was that um, – just that Sarah Sanders interview. that I think you sent me this clip, right? Oh, yeah. It's from uh, Lee Sales. So Lee Sales is a um, – She's a newscaster in uh, Australia, and um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you know, was selling her book earlier this. Sorry, I say this year, last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she was on there. She was on the show with Sarah Sales to promote the, her new book that she had written. So this is what happened when the interview took place. All right. Your book makes it clear that you're heavily guided by your Christian faith and... Oh, I forgot she was British. I love that. She's Australian. She's not British. Australian. I thought it was a little different. Family values. How do you reconcile that with having been the spokesperson for a president who has misled the American people on everything from coronavirus to climate change, who boasts about grabbing women on the pussy, who paid hush pussy. money to a porn star to keep her quiet about their alleged relationship, and who's maligned the men and women of America's armed forces? Oh, well, some of those uh, things are just patently. <laughs> that was a great. Who wrote that question? I want to meet them. <laughs> That was right, because she's like, oh, well, awesome. False, but I can tell you actually? from my experience, when the liberal uh, mob was attacking me, when the liberals were kicking me out of restaurants, making fun of my hair, my makeup, my fitness to be a parent, saying I should be choked, telling me that I'm vile, not even human, it was the president who was defending me, not the liberal mob, not the elitist who claimed to be all about women's empowerment, but Donald Trump was the one who supported me, defended me, and encouraged me, and gave me confidence to take on that job. I, I noticed have... that you're not addressing the central premise of my question, which is oh. how somebody like Donald Trump squares with the... See, this is what you it. just said. They won't answer the fucking question. Question. Values you espouse. Look, I, I don't look to any individual person to give me perfection. I'm not looking for a savior in politics. I have that in my faith. There is no perfect person, only one. And as far as I know, he's never run for office. I've never seen Jesus Christ's name on a ballot. If I do, I'll be sure to vote for him. But the the contrast is between two. Ay, 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 the Jesus, the faith. I mean, faith. the Jesus and the faith. Because she has <sighs> nothing. She ha She can't back up the question with any fact. Right. Right. Because the only reason Trump supported her is because he was going, I'm going to pay you a lot of money right. to lie 
on that of course. Press stand, and on she that did. Podium. In, and aside, everyone needs to go check out Michelle Wolf when she did the the correspondence dinner that year. That that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was sitting yeah. right beside her on the dais and absolutely annihilated her. <laughs> annihilated her. Said that she takes the facts and crushes them up and uses them as eyeliner or eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Go on YouTube, check out Michelle Wolf, White House Correspondence Dinner. All right, let's get back to the action. Candidates for us in the United States, it's Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I think Donald Trump has done a good job in four years of fighting for the American people, and I think he, I think he will continue to do so for the next four years and continue to deliver on the things he set out to do. After the FBI director James Comey was fired, <laughs> as wife, this interviewer is great. She doesn't even she's like, flawless. She's flawless. She doesn't even acknowledge her. Right? She just goes to the next horrible like question to just uh, that make she won't sure. be able to answer. Right. House spokesperson, you said that countless members of the FBI had told the Trump administration they had no confidence in him. Under oath to the Mueller investigation, you admitted that was not founded on anything, a slip of the tongue, and said in the heat of the moment. How often did you have those kinds of slips of the tongue in the heat of the moment as White House spokesperson? Well, I write about this pretty extensively in my book. I actually encourage you to read it because I think you would learn a lot about me and a lot about the president. Um, I address the fact that the Mueller investigation was nothing more than a political hit job set out to take the president down. I knew from the minute I walked in the fact that I was there voluntarily, also to clarify, not under oath, but I would have gladly taken one. Um, and I came not as a target, not as a subject of the investigation and voluntarily participated. And they made me feel like a common criminal. Could you address my question, please? Helpful to an investigation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so great. I mean, she is good. That I oh, knew no. to be nothing more than a political sham and a witch hunt designed to take the president down for the sin of winning an election. Did you make up that countless members of the FBI told you that they had no confidence in James Comey? I said that I shouldn't have used that word, and that was the mistake that I made. But I had had heard from a number of members of the FBI, both current and former, but I said I shouldn't have used that particular word. I Again, shouldn't have used I that word. I encourage you but... to read my book. I write all about it in there. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, thanks for your time. You bet. Thanks. The oh, best. I bet she was pissed. So, oh, she's livid because what yeah. didn't go so well? Selling her book in Australia with Sarah, who <laughs> was uh, Lee Sales. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, Huckabee Sanders has um, announced her run for governor of Arkansas 2022. Yeah. yeah, no. Right. I mean, really? She may win. I mean, she completely she, may win. I watched in her, Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched the campaign Oops. video, her like little stinger reel or whatever it's called, and you know I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh yeah, my family would vote for her, right? Yeah. So now you know since we're down under, yeah. Oh yeah. Have you have you been? Are you a little caught up, or have you been watching RuPaul's Drag Race Australia down under? You know, I have. I've only watched two episodes because of the way it comes out. It comes out on like a Saturday. And Rob and I, you know, I was in D.C. last weekend. And I went to Peaches and Daddy's. Rob and I went to Peaches and Daddy's. And we watched the only the second episode. We thought we were going to get to watch the second and the third. But the way it gets released in the U.S. on WoW Presents app, download it, where everywhere where apps are sold, 
is it comes out on like Saturday or something because of the time difference. So right. I have watched the second episode, The Snatch Game. Good. Right. What did you think of Snatch? Well, I thought it was interesting they had it so close to the beginning, but I I wasn't mad at it because I'm like, okay, this is good because you get to see everyone's real like talent, like what they're going to do. Yeah, I kind of, I of course I was surprised, but I knew it was going to happen, you know, because I, what I had watched from the week before. So I was like, ooh, Snatch on week two. Yeah. And I related it to what they just did in U.S. for yes. season 13 when they had everybody lip sync right. at the beginning. Right. And I was like, huh, that's a good way to kind of start. That's a, that's a really strong elimination challenge. Yeah. And you really see, I think, uh, you know, the cream rises to the top. So, well, yeah, I thought it was great. Unfortunately, my pick to win went home. Did you pick? Did you? Was Art Simone your pick? Yes. I have followed her. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was your pick. I've talked to her at DragCon. Like, her makeup. Go. Have you seen her Instagram? Yeah. It is ridiculous. It is. Her looks, but really her makeup, is fucking insane. Like, I mean, it is other world it's that her elimination out that runway amazing but she couldn't lip sync she couldn't lip sync and she did a shitty job on snatch game she did shit so i know but what always happens a lot of you know famous already or comedian because look at uh karen from finance didn't do so well i know they do those iconic people that do not do an icon if you do not have it down. Down. Well, whoever, I don't know his name, whoever did Queen Elizabeth, I mean. Wiglet. He, what is it? Wiglet. Wiglet? Is that the first name? Yeah, something Wiglet. Yeah, you're something. right. It is something like that. He fucking killed it. And they even said. Nailed it. You're hands down the winner. Like, they were like, Wiglet or whatever your name is, step forward. And then she went, boom, you're the winner. Like, it wasn't hands like. Hands down. It wasn't was like. zero competition. Right. No two, no two people stepped forward. It was just one person, and boom, you won. Because. She should have won. Oh, yeah. She killed it. Killed it. Yeah, so. No, so I, mean, I, won't, I won't spoil last, this week. Yeah, but. don't don't go further oh. than um, Art. No, no. No, 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 no. But, no. yeah, we'll watch it. Uh, I'm doing my two in a row to D.C., so I'm going down again this weekend. Are you going to plan on surprising me this weekend and everyone to come down to D.C.? I mean, who knows <laughs> now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I would let you know. But so, hey, what do you think of Rise Nicholson? I think he's a funny judge. He's good. Oh, I on like the him. judges panel. Oh yeah, I like him. Like him a lot. Yeah, love he's him. He's funny. He's yeah. quick. Yeah, he I'm can definitely. I like the whole format of the show. He can riff with them. Yeah, I I like the I like everything about it. Like just good. the queens. The the first the first season of any of it, any of them is is amazing. No matter what. So, what is your what are your thoughts on the makeup and the way oh. things are being done? Oh my god, these queens Not not the queens. Oh, it's a little different. It is different. Wait till you see this week's that you missed and next week's. Wait I a minute. Had a little preview. Wait, of so what Rue and Michelle. Right. Their makeup is a little more I'm, I'm saying this for lack of a better word, but like down low, under. Low rentish, but like yeah, like not so like airbrushed looking or something yeah right yep am yeah. i right just yeah wait till you see this week it's yeah. a little more like rudimentary is that yeah, i think that's definitely. the right word to describe it yeah they were getting uh bashed week one 
Really? And I and I loved it because Mich- Michelle, they were bash some you know trolls were or fans whatever bashing Michelle about her makeup, and she said, "We're in another country and we're gonna spread the love." Right. You know, let let some people. And so I, cause you know, the suitcase, Rue's suitcase, all the drag was lost. Well, it was not in Australia when they filmed. That's why they had to, you know, episode one where they had to do when it was Rue judging. Yeah. That was, I don't know what you're talking about. The first episode, the very first episode when it was actually Rue Paul, not in drag sitting at the judging table. Oh, I remember oh, I they even... would cut. They would cut away to Rue. Yeah, his drag hadn't made it. Oh, I didn't know something this. went wrong. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, yep. And Look so at you uh, with all the with all the Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think. Maybe a couple more episodes, in, we'll talk about the makeup some more. Yeah, but I think it also has to do with the culture of australia which i think is great right but but the queens on the show they paint for the gods they can paint like like if you're staying on the space hotel you can see their makeup Uh, (laughs) like it's not like they needed to dial it back because the you know like maybe they don't have they can't afford or they can't like it's just a different oh i love the makeup that we're seeing oh i fucking love those queens makeup they are good they're really good. Well, yeah, Australia, I don't want to say it was the birthplace of drag, but you know, they Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Like Desert. I mean, it's like kind of their thing and they they love drag. They're awesome at camp drag. Oh. They're just it's a it's explosive. There's some really awesome yeah. some great stuff to watch. It's a lot of fun. So yeah. you should be tuning in. I will. Well, I am tuning in. You know what I haven't tuned into is Pose, though. So Oh, I was saying I was talking about to our fans. You should be tuning oh, in. Oh, right, yes. Yes. <laughs> Everyone should be tuning in. But I so have not, yeah, I, we I won't talk about Pose until you've watched a little. I need some more time. I just because it comes on on a Sunday, I can't watch it with yeah. Rob, and I don't want to watch it without him because it's so iconic. I just can't do it. So, yeah, I get that, and you shouldn't. And, so. and he hasn't Good. been here, so we can have a TV not alone. And you can't. It's just it's one of those shows I can't watch with in, with like Peaches and Daddy or Lur. Or like it's just no no disrespect to them, but it's like. When you sit down and watch TV with Peaches and Daddy, I've said this to you before, like, you want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. It's hysterical. I mean, it's hysterical fun. And Pose is not one of those where you want to talk and, like, scream and laugh and make fun of people. And, you know, no, it's just not the same. Not at all. Uh-uh. So. Well, good. Well, you have some you have some TV watching to do, yep. which hopefully by next week. We're, we're definitely, we'll be on live again next week. We will. So we will be on live next week. Everybody that uh, takes a listen, any... To any of our 44 episodes, once this gets up, call in and chat with us about uh, what's on your mind. Yeah. Do we bother you? Are there things that are offending you? Let us know. <laughs> right. Do you just want to talk about masturbation? Call us. It's still May. Please do. It's still May. That's right. Well, I think. Well. I think another one is in the can. What episode is this? What did you just say? I think this is 44. 44. Damn, girl. All I right. know, Gina. I know, damn, Gina. Hold my beer, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying hold my beer because I kept saying that at Burning Chair last week. <laughs> I was going to get up and go get marshmallows or something, and peaches was so good because I would go, hold my beer, and she would just take it right out of my hand. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was so great. No questions asked. 
I'm like, just boom. Just take it. She just takes it. Anytime I need her to hold my beer, she's right there. That was fabulous. <laughs> it was great. Loved it. It was a good time. It was a great surprise. Thank you for doing that. It was really awesome. Awesome. And until the next one, you know where you can find us. See you on the dance floor.